Next on BYU Sports Nation, elite wide receiver. How does BYU football senior Mitch Matthews define it? How about you? Christian Stewart joins us in studio to weigh in, and David Nixon tells us how long before BYU's defense is Bronco ready. And who is the next BYU punter? Kelly Papinga says BYU fans will know him and be amped about it. So who is it? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Back to work on a Monday. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. April 6th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Seattle Mariners backup bat boy. Jerem Jordan. Hey, I'll take it, man. Four hours and eight minutes from now, the uh, Mariners and Angels. I'll be watching that with bro-in-law Dan Barnes, who is an Angels fan. It's a running thing in our family. We went to this game last year. It was very fun. I'm really excited about opening day. It brings I, up a legitimate question. Why is this not a holiday yet? Well, Seriously. You'd think it would have been made one in 1920 or whatever. If it's America's pastime. Pastime. I love baseball, but it's, yeah. Last night I watched Cubs... Uh, Cardinals, that was fun. Not the whole thing, but it was Cubs. good. Yeah, Maybe it, next year, Cubs fans. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave McCann is a huge Cubs fan. Yes, he is. I didn't see the season's over tweet yet. <laughs> yes. Normally that comes after the first loss. <laughs> Maybe next year. Oh, yes, yes. 1908, Cubs. the last time they won the series. Again, why is it not a holiday? Mariners haven't it's won National year, Championship Monday for college basketball as well. Like This is, this is a fantastic... Sports day. I'm watching five hours of television at least today. Mariners, Mariners, Angels, and the National Championship. Oh, it's going to be more than five hours. The baseball game's going to go three. Three and a half. Yeah, and then the basketball game with all the commercials is going to go at least two and a half. Yeah, I'll have FHE, watch the National Title Game. That's 25% of your day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's been, in fact, I got to go. I got to get ready for the Mariners. Conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members, always welcome. What do you expect from senior BYU wide receiver Mitch Matthews in 2015? Elite. Hashtag BYUSN. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything appropriately snarky. At Dialon. Not much. Elite hair, elite interviews, elite uniform wearing, elite cleat tying, elite helmet wearing, eliteness. So not much? I didn't, I didn't see anything in that tweet about elite on-field play. <laughs> I, think that, I think that he could have an elite 2015 season. That's my opinion. We'll dig in in a minute. At Shy Kurt Vlogs, nothing short of eliteness, whatever that means. Ah, that and is, that the, is question. the question. Sha- that Bill is. Shakespeare, that is the question. To be elite got- or not to be elite? What do we got a writer here? <laughs> here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else are we talking about today? Listen to this. Paul Lasique. Say it correctly. Listed as the fourth best, fourth best fullback in Mel Kuyper's NFL draft big board for that position. Oh. To quote Mel, the single biggest change here is the move of Lasique into the top five. Again, it's of fullbacks, but still, he has a decent chance to stick on an NFL roster, end quote. That's good news. If Mel Kuyper's talking about you, that means you're a player. Tell us about the BYU baseballers, Jerem. They won Saturday, so they won that series. They've now won three or four series uh, in WCC play, which is great. Six and six. They beat uh, Portland. They play UVU tomorrow. BYU softball beats St. Mary's. That is Utah Valley. They're on their way to another 
conference championship. In fact, it's already been printed on the 2015 <laughs> posters. That's a true fact of truth. <laughs> and Morgan Bailey, the women's basketball team, she played at a pro combine over the weekend in St. Petersburg, Florida. Over 100 participants. They then had a top 20 all-star game picked by WNBA coaches. Morgan, one of the selections into that, got lots of attention, several coaches hmm. asking about her. That's the word from uh, the women's basketball team. Good for team. Morgan. Is, so she, nice is she another? Is, is BYU going to have back-to-back WNBA she, draft picks? She might be a draft pick. She might. Very cool. Congratulations to Morgan. Rise and shout on that note. It's Monday and time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The Mitch match. To be elite or not to be elite. Listen, over the past few weeks... Jeremy and I have been discussing this. It's been that long. It's been like a week, right? It was last week. Whatever. It feels like a couple of weeks. (laughs) Sometimes in jest, sometimes seriously, about the definition of elite and how you can be termed as an elite receiver in the college football ranks. Well, we went straight to the horse's mouth on Saturday and had Mitch Matthews in Studio B to answer the question. Is he I mean, as much as you'd like to tell everyone in in the country, yeah, of course I am, or um, tell all your friends, of course I am. Honestly, I have a lot to improve on, and that's how I want to answer that. I have a lot to do, and uh, it's been a personal vendetta of mine to make that jump from last year to this year. I did some good things last year, but to me, that's not enough. Okay, Jerem, I'll let you go first. Well, he, he agrees with me, and it'd be weird. It's an awkward question for him, obviously. It'd be weird if he said, yes, I'm elite, or it'd be funny if he pulled an Ironman, I am elite. (laughs) <laughs> that would be awesome. He had really good numbers last year, uh, and our definitions vary, but Mitch sided with me. I'm not saying I win the argument, but the facts are pretty conclusive. No, I'm excited about this upcoming season. What's conclusive <laughs> about it? <laughs> Nothing. That's, it's a sports talk show on radio and television, and that's why it's fun. What he did say later is, I want to prove no, it on answer. the field. That's to, what I'm saying. To anybody that thinks I'm not. That to me. tells me. He's telling me. That tells me he thinks he is. And if people don't believe but him, he, has he will to... prove it on the field. Yes. You need to prove it on the field. That's my point. I love the confidence. Yeah, he no, he had good numbers. Can we review some of these Let's numbers? Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, the he had good numbers. Are they elite numbers? Whatever. I don't know. Okay, nationally in receptions, 39th. Wait, Re- wait, wait, wait. ESPN had him at 34th. I'm going with the NCAA, which okay. is the official 39th, thing. 39th, okay. okay. Join me in the official category. Oh, stop it. Receiving yards, 58th. Receiving okay. yards, uh, sorry, receiving yards per game, 58th. Receiving yards total, 49th. Okay. Receiving touchdowns, 25th. Those are pretty good numbers. However, I don't, def- I don't think those are elite numbers. Numbers in BYU history in a season. Receptions, 8th. Receiving yards, 24th. Touchdowns tied for 16th. Good, good numbers. But I, I think if he gets uh, into the 90 catches, 1,200-plus yards, 12 touchdowns kind of situation, now we're talking about a, a kind of season that's really special for BYU receivers, and then, you, then we can compare him nationally. I think perception is important, too. I think that him being on the Blitnikoff uh, is going to happen. I think that he needs to be on different, hey, watch for Mitch Matthews. Then you're creeping into the, okay, you're one of the best receivers in the country, and people know who you are, and you're a big deal. That's elite to me. All he needs is a field and an opponent to prove that he has made the leap to elite. Right now, I'm That's saying... That's exactly my point. He based needs to on, do it this season. Based on what he did last year and from what we've seen and heard this spring, I feel like he will enter the season, even before he plays a game, on that elite list. 
I, I think he's a preseason it's elite tough. receiver. It's tough for a BYU receiver to be in that position. Typically, BYU doesn't get the love that way. Even, even Austin Colley, uh, his junior season exploded. But you're right. Austin, Austin's the best receiver BYU ever had. And he had an amazing junior season, went pro. I hope that Mitch is acknowledged as such uh, in the preseason hype machine that is inevitably coming. Okay, let's listen. Let's let's look at the numbers from this perspective. I've said this a few times. About nineteen to twenty receivers are listed on every Division One college football team in spring football. Not that many see the field. Okay, so we've taken that. We've cut that in half. About about nine or ten receivers are legitimate receivers we'll, going into the season. We'll catch a pass for you. Yes, exactly. Right? I, They'll you, show up in the box score. Okay. So that makes over 1,200 receivers. We've just put the number at 1,200. 1,200 Division I receivers. So Mitch's numbers, Jeremy said 39th in catches, 49th in overall yards, and 25th in TDs according to the NCAA, correct? Okay, 30. Really good. Really good. When you do that, when you look at that from a percentile, okay, 73 catches is in the top 4%, okay? 922 yards, top 4%. Nine touchdowns, top 2.2%. So where is the line? If you have to make a percentile of it, for me, top 3% tells me that you're elite. There's a lot of crappy receivers in that. (laughs) 1,200 then, it sounds like. If you ask people all over the country, do you know who Mitch Matthews is? I don't think they're saying Who knew who Kevin White was at West Virginia last year going into his senior season? Who knew who that guy was outside of West Virginia? Nobody. I, I bet you some national people knew. He plays in a Power 5 conference. He's just exposed a little more. I think, I think some national people will know who Mitch is going into the senior season now because he had uh, you know, you 73 think catches White, and 922 okay. yards and 9 TDs. You think Kevin White had more exposure at West Virginia going into his senior season? I don't know. I'm, I'm saying generally, nationally, I don't think that people knew who Mitch Matthews okay. was last year. You can't be elite and have people not know who you are, right? They, like guys that pay attention all the time. All the, the, like it's their job to pay attention nationally. I don't pay attention to Big 12 receivers very much because I'm paying attention to BYU and its opponents for the most part. We're going to go back to the junior to senior leap here in just a second about el- from elite receivers according to the NFL draft that is upcoming. The knock on Mitch through his time at BYU is, well, he's not physical enough. He's not fast enough. Well, he's stronger and faster. That, according to what his coaches and teammates are telling us, Kelly Papinga offered this to us on Saturday. I, I want to answer a question, too. You guys were teasing it for okay. later. Okay. For your next guest, Mitch Matthews. Yeah. Is he elite? Elite. There you go. Okay. M- Mitch was in the room, too. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, it doesn't matter. Hey, Mitch, it doesn't you're matter. Not, you're not elite. Uh Listen, listen Mitch to the, will be elite this season. I listen think he's going to gonna break jump. out. Listen to the jump. Okay, Mitch from his sophomore to junior year. He had 23 catches, 397 yards, and four touchdowns his sophomore year. It was injury shortened. Then his junior year, 73 catches, 922, nine touchdowns. That for me, like when you put all that together, that's top 4%. He, he benefited as well from a passing quarterback playing uh, starting nine, eight games. And playing nine. The Mitch match that helped. is legitimate. Okay, now you look at the top two receivers in the NFL draft. Kevin White, West Virginia, we've already talked about him. His junior year, 35 catches, 507 yards. Senior year, 109 catches, 1447. Okay, a major leap. Amari Cooper, Alabama, 45 catches, 736. 
now a senior, 124, 1727. I'm not saying Heisman Mitch Matthews Trophy is going to be a Mari Cooper or a Heisman Trophy finalist. So what are you saying? Kevin White. He's not. But I am saying that he can make enough of a jump from where he is right now. Those guys made leaps and bounds in one season. Mitch doesn't have to do that much more than he did last year to get into that outstanding elite category. That's why I feel like he can do it, and he is going to do it. Kevin White, he would have, Mitch would have to have 500 more yards. That's a big chunk, man. 109 catches, 124 catches. These are the top two that's receivers in the more. NFL draft. Those guys are, are you saying those are the only two elite receivers? I'm saying that's the no, cream of the I, crop. That's the cream of the crop. Yeah, that's Mitch, telling you where the roof is. Mitch can be an elite receiver. He can be a top 10 receiver. Never argued this. And I think that he will be because of what we have and where we're going with this thing. Never argued what he could do this year. It's whether he's elite right now or if he has to prove it. He's preseason it. elite to me. <laughs> Congratulations. Pre- BYU is always the preseason national champions as no, well. No, Mitch was a huge part of last year's team. I expect him to be an even bigger part, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 25. Mitch Matthews accounted for 25% of BYU's receptions and receiving yards. Last season. I expect Mitch Matthews to get in the 30, 30th percentile in both those categories this year. Which would make him? and receiving yards. Yeah, which would probably make him elite. We have to judge <laughs> him against the field. You can't just stack, throw numbers on, like spaghetti on a wall with numbers. You have to see how he compares to the rest of the country. And you know what's going to validate this the most? It's not us or his stats. It's how he's perceived nationally. That is a huge thing in this conversation. Is he a deal among national media? You don't have to be a big deal. Big deal is Mari Cooper. Are you, are you a deal nationally? For BYU to have a memorable season, and this is the bottom line, the Cougars probably need Mitch yes, yes. to have an elite season. And we'll know after September if he's on his way because there's some big-time teams that BYU's playing, and he is going to be asked to make some plays. Can he be the guy in the red zone that is a game-changer for BYU where the Cougars in games decided by seven points or less last year went one and three. Can BYU go three and one, four and oh, two and two in that to where they win more than they would have because they have a, an elite receiver. The Cougars need Mitch Matthews to have an elite season to make this a special one. Let's go to the Twitter machine. What do you expect from senior BYU wide receiver Mitch Matthews in 2015? At Why Not BYU says 1,000 plus yards, 30 touchdowns. 30? Holy shnikes! <laughs> we don't have their goggles. Woo! Now, there are not big enough goggles on the desk for that. 30 touchdowns! I'm doubling up on these puppies. Holy shnikes! And at least three more inches of spiked up hair. Now, that could happen. Okay, yeah, that, 1,000 yards and happen. three more inches of spiked up hair could happen. 30 touchdowns? I see the 30, man. He had five against Nebraska. Amari That's Cooper amazing. had 17, and he was a Heisman Trophy finalist. <laughs> at 16 I'm a of Swift- which were with, against Auburn. <laughs> at I'm a Swifter 84. Eliteness and Heisman final three. Put him back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Not even Spencer believes that one. Look out. But Taysom will win. Oh, Taysom's going to win the Heisman, even though Mitch is going to be there in the final three. <laughs> Holy cow. Hey, he won't even uh, be able to book bring this back down to earth. Is Christian Stewart really done at BYU? We'll ask him in 15 minutes. But next, David Nixon joins us. He gets in on the elite conversation and the BYU defense. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. 
Brazil. <laughs> so I say Brazil. It was that was really close. That was Thanks, really man. good. Was hey, really follow good. us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation and join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Hey, coming up tomorrow, BYU baseball takes on Utah Valley. The Fighting Mark Popes. It's on BYU TV and BYU <laughs> Radio at eight Eastern time. Check it out. The the University Parkway Collision, as I call it. No the one else is on University board Parkway Collision. Oh, okay. A couple of years ago, we tried to come up with the name for UVU versus BYU. It didn't go well. That's the only thing I remember is the one that I came up with. I couldn't remember anyone else. Provorum Clash. Provorum. <laughs> the the battle for Costco just, or something. That's just terrible. I don't. That's I, a swing and a nope. huge. Okay, mess. we're down zero two in the count. What do you expect from senior BYU wide receiver Mitch Matthews in twenty fifteen? That is our Twitter question today. At cot underscore BYU football says a thousand plus receiving yards and ten plus touchdowns. He didn't get the first tweet in today, by the way. Ooh. Ooh. Normally, like, normally it's elite and quick to the Got to get your first on Twitter game going. <laughs> first in the B block, though. <laughs> this is more like it. 1,000-plus receiving yards, 10-plus touchdowns. There might come a point where we heap too much, too much expectation on Mitch. Because then, then if he yeah. doesn't, you say, oh, it was disappointing. Wait, what? It, w- it would be a good – if he equals what he did last year, that's a – Good season. But you do have Jordan Leslie off the team. You'd think there'd be a couple of those throws would go his way. If BYU wins 10 games, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. No, they do. Let's see what David Nixon thinks about this. Yes. BYU football extraordinaire alumnus awesomeness joining us now. David, welcome back to the show, man. Thanks, guys. You know, it feels great to be back. I'm sure it does. Do you feel elite to be back on the show? 100%. <laughs> Let's go with the Twitter question, man. What do you expect from senior BYU wide receiver Mitch Matthews in his senior campa- campaign? Man, I, you know, you look back at last year, especially that, that Nevada game really sticks out to me when uh, Mitch really went off. Um, but uh, I expect him to be a leader. I, you know, you, you look at fall camp for Mitch, uh, or sorry, spring camp for, for Mitch, and, uh, you know, you, you hear all these reports coming out that he just couldn't miss a ball. He's out there hustling hard. He kept saying, this is my best camp I've had. And, and from a former player, kind of knowing spring ball and, and how you kind of take it into the grand scheme of things, spring ball is usually kind of something that the younger guys get a shot at, kind of get to show the coaches you know, that, what they've worked on and, and, and getting them ready for you know, the summer and then on the fall camp. And for the veteran guys, it's more of a time to heal, um, you know, coach the younger guys. But in this case, you had Mitch out there just going hard. I mean, and you, you got him out there trying to improve himself. And for me, that's something that, you know, screams, um, you know, a, a team captain for next year. Uh, it screams something that a guy that really wants to improve upon what he, he built last year, which was a phenomenal year, as you guys just mentioned. Um, so I expect Mitch to have a, have a killer year. I think he'll be the guy. I mean, Jordan Leslie kind of stole some of that spotlight from Mitch last year. And I think Mitch um, and, and Taysom have that chemistry that, uh, you know, he'll be the go-to guy. And, and it's great to see him going out there hustling in spring ball um, trying to make himself better, and I'm excited to see what he can do out in the field. So which side of the coin do you sit on in this? Because I say I want to see Mitch Matthews be elite in the fall before I say he's elite, whereas Spencer feels right now he's an elite receiver. Um, you know, obviously the, the product on the field speaks for itself. I think last year what he put out there um, says he's elite, and I think he'll only build upon that knowing what's coming out of spring. So I'm, I'm willing to put that status on him. Okay. David, where do you want to okay. go to lunch, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it's 2-2. Mitch is on my side. David's on your side. I love it. I love it. David Nixon, BYU TV football analyst, former NFL guy, and BYU linebacker with us on BYU Sports Nation. And Christian Stewart's coming up. 
I, he's going to go with Mitch being elite, so you're going to lead 3 2. That, that I will. When that yep. And so, can, wait, what does, does Kelly Papinga count? Probably, yeah. yeah. I just need it. And Fred Warner. <laughs> it's, Let's keep going it's gonna, to the list. It's going to yeah. be 5 2. I'm, it's going to be 5 2. But guess what? Winning. I am the dude on my uh, side. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, he's not going to say, yeah, I'm elite. He's not going to do that. It's, it's Mitch. David Nixon with us, uh, breaking down BYU football after spring wrapped up. Let's talk about Alumni Day and the scrimmage on Friday. What did you see that stood out the most uh, from your observations over the weekend? You know, I saw a lot of – I mean, this is, this is typical of spring ball. You see a lot of guys that weren't out there last year because of nursing injuries or, you know, there's, I guess there's some academic issues, things like that. Um, but the encouraging thing is you saw a lot of young guys, um, you know, out there getting some reps, and you saw some new faces. Uh, one, of the, one of the names and guys that stuck out to me, I, I was down there on the field watching uh, on the, one of those goal line plays was um, Ho Ching. Uh, the the uh, the fullback yeah Tolai Ho Ching yeah there you go I can't pronounce the first name so that's what I have you for but uh, <laughs> you know honestly he reminds me a lot of Manasseh Tonga where you're just this bruiser and 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 you he's the one set up the blocks for for the future Jamal Williams when he comes back the Adam Hine um, but he's your bruiser that on the goal line you just feed him the rock and that guy's gonna fall forward for at least a yard. Um, and uh, he, he was a big boy. I was watching him. He, he impressed me. Uh, but then uh, the defense, you know, seeing Coach Minhall back out there with the reins uh, and kind of directing things was fun and exciting. Um, but this team, you know, there's a lot of guys injured. And, and once again, it's spring ball. It's hard. If, if, we're, if we're two or three weeks into fall camp and, and all these faces and names are still out, then that's when I start to worry. But, but once again, spring ball is one of those times where younger guys get the rest, older guys, you know, heal those injuries that were – that popped up during the season just, you know, three, four months ago um, and, uh, you know, roll from there. But, um, yeah, all in all, I, I think, you know, it's, it is funny watching Christian out there still throwing the rock um, and, and, you know, taking reps there. But uh, I think when Taysom was in there, a seven on seven, impressive. Um, he was connecting with guys. Uh, and then defensively, it was fun to see some guys fly around and uh, try to make some plays. As a former linebacker under Bronco Mendenhall, how long does it take a team, whether in spring and or into fall camp, and with this team in particular, uh, to get Bronco ready, if you will, know the scheme and be executing it at the level that he wants? Well, it's funny. So Bronco's first year at D.C. was my freshman year. And um, I remember coming in, and, and he'd had a, he had a spring ball with them, which I wasn't a part of. I was still in high school. But when I got there in summer, the guys let me know, hey, this Bronco guy is the real deal. You better be ready for it. And I remember that first fall camp, and I have a feeling the things, same thing's going to happen this year. That first fall camp, we ran pursuits, and I think I was with the, the second or third string at the time, and we ran eleven straight pursuits. As in, he kept calling us back. You didn't get to go off the field; you had to go back and start. And, and for listeners, who don't know what a pursuit is. Pursuit is pretty much a fifty-yard dead sprint oh. with you jump with him blowing your whistle and you're dropping to your stomach. Um, and we had to go back and do eleven of those in a row with him yelling in our face. And that's, that's what he's looking. He's looking to break you, essentially. And, and I, you know, you, you hear words coming out of last year's team. They weren't disciplined. These guys weren't together as a unit. Um, and, and a lot of that, I guarantee you, Coach Minhall will make sure that is fixed uh, come fall ball uh, when all the starters are healthy, when everyone's there together, all the incoming freshmen. Um, he will make his presence known. And I think you're going to see some discipline instilled back in that defense uh, where you won't have guys biting on double fakes or double moves. Um, you won't have guys, uh, you know, out of their gaps or missing their assignments. I think this will be a much more, in the words of Coach Minhall, Simon Sound football defense defensive team uh, than we've seen in the past. 
BYU TV football analyst David Nixon with us at D underscore Nixon on the Twitter machine. David, when we're talking about on-the-field products, how long do you think it's before the BYU defense, how you feel like it needs to be, is really back? You know, I, I, a lot of BYU fans won't love this, but I think it might take a game into the season to, to really have it felt all out. I mean, the hope is obviously during fall camp it can get all – uh, ironed out. The, the the tough part about it is once you know the defensive coaches can't have any contact with the players now that the spring ball is over. So it's really up to these players and 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 the the team captains there to make sure everything's run smoothly come summertime. And for those team captains and, and the and the main guys that are going to step up to express what what is desired and what is needed of each player. Right. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is you've got to have leaders that understand the expectations of the coaches. And this is something that keeps coming back to and uh, time and time again is that middle linebacker position. Um, you know, you had the three studs this year that were, were out for fall or for spring camp. And um, I think, you know, beyond them being on the field and getting reps in, uh, I think it was a leadership at the end of the day that, that uh, was tough for that to be missing this spring camp because at the end of the day, that, that middle backer spot has got to be the unit. Um, there's got to be a leader that emerges from that spot. Uh, we've talked about this time and time again. And unfortunately, the, the projected starters come fall camp were, were not there this uh this spring so hopefully they can get reinserted here come summertime and, and one of those guys can step up and become the man david to me the hardest position group to recruit for byu is the secondary and there have been secondaries over the years who i think have overachieved and played really well bought into the scheme weren't the most talented guys ever but guys that you look back and you go you know what those secondaries were actually pretty good it feels like this secondary is is uh, stacking up to be kind of one of those secondaries if they buy into Broncos system what do you think of this secondary yeah, I think with Mike Davis, obviously he obviously he got some he's gotten some great reps, and we've some we've seen great things from him ever since he transferred over from a wide receiver. Uh, Jordan Prater, man, there were some impressive games watching his footwork, uh, the way he's able to break on balls, um, and how he's able to read the balls and his timing as far as going up at the high point of the ball and trying to bat it down uh, was impressive last season. Uh, Kai Naku, we saw glimpses of him. He kind of stepped in when Craig Bills went down with his injuries last season, um, came in and played really well. Uh, then the other spot, the free safety spot, will be interesting. Um, you know, a lot of people have Eric Takinaka, if that's how you say it. Um, yes, <laughs> that's a lot what of people Spencer's have him. here for. Uh, there you go. And uh, Chris Badger, um, you know, and then maybe Morgan Unga moves over. There, there's a lot of moving pieces back there on that back end with that last free safety position. But I think those three starters that I just rattled off with Nakua, Raider, and Davis – I, I think you're right. I think those could be your lockdown uh, corners in that instance and, and cat safety um, that's roaming the field that could uh, be pretty good. But, the, but then you look at the backups from there and, and you know, the depth, which is what, really, what BYU really ran into last year with Jordan Johnson and Craig Bills going down. Um, you had a lot of guys being rotated, uh, and so you need the depth. But the hope is obviously this year with, with injuries, they can escape the bug. Um, you know, it sounds like you know, Minhall, Coach Minhall mentioned with – uh, the new strength coach, Frank Wintrick, that, it sounds like he's helping out with injuries. Um, and, you know, all the reports coming out there are, are positive. So hopefully they found some secret uh, potion that uh, makes it so guys don't necessarily get injured and, and can stay healthy. Exactly. Pickle juice is always good, too. <laughs> okay, I'll say this as we let you go, David. Uh, the front seven are the real reason that the secondary is ever good, correct? Uh, d- most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that is the bottom line. All right, David, thanks for the time, man. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Who in the world is the BYU punter? Why is that even a topic, Jerem? Because there's no scholarship punter in spring ball. So we're wondering. And you just lost Scott Arlano, who was fantastic last year. Details in 15 minutes on who the punter is. Or but could up be. next is...
Well, yeah, or could be. We're making, we have our. We think we know. We have our We thoughts. think we know. And we think you, you know. Next up, Christian Stewart in Studio B. Is he really done at BYU? We're going to find out from the man himself on BYU Sports Nation. Stay with us <laughs> on BYU people, Radio and on BYU TV. Now people think you might have eligibility or something. Is he the punter? <laughs> Maybe he's the punter. <laughs> I went to BYU with the intention of finishing my degree. Along the way, things got a little bit busy. I always had that idea that I was going to go back, but as a non-traditional student, I just felt that uh, that opportunity was not going to happen until I explored what BGS really offered. The BGS program gave me more flexibility and gave me the education that I wanted. As I was walking to the podium, it uh, was almost surreal. I don't regret getting my degree through BGS. I'm attorney Chris Dexter at Dexter Law. We love BYU sports and consider it a privilege to sponsor Cougar Sports Broadcasts on BYU TV. Our law firm has been assisting clients since 1995. Some people believe that they only need a lawyer when they're in trouble. At Dexter Law, we provide services for life's challenges and opportunities, such as adopting a child or starting a business. Learn more at DexterLaw.com. Station brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio, moving pictures always on BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or, if you so choose, at BYUsportsNation.com. Did you know the BYU TV app is all over the place? I did know that. Yeah, it's uh, Roku. we got Amazon Fire TV now. That's the thing. And BYU TV has an app on that as of last week. We will be having another contest coming up as well for more BYU Sports Nation swag. We gave out the first set of swag, T-shirt, awesome. blue goggles, wristband, to Mark McCready at Nomad Coog for tweeting in his picture from Afghanistan. <laughs> and I think that there was an overwhelming vote from all of you. Winner, that he winner win. chicken dinner. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll do that again soon. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Paul Asike up to number four in terms of Mel Kuyper's fullback big board on the NFL draft. That's okay. big time. The fourth best fullback in the draft said that he has a legitimate chance to stick on an NFL roster. BYU baseball took two of three from Portland over the weekend. They're six of six in WCC play. They play UVU tomorrow night, 8 Eastern, BYU TV, BYU Radio. BYU softball beat up on St. Mary's. What else is new? They're on their way to another West Coast Conference <laughs> championship. And Morgan Bailey, women's basketball team, uh, graduating soon, played in a pro combine, played in an uh, all-star game selected by... 
at WNBA coaches as well. There were about 100 people, and then they went down to 20 and played in this game. Got a good look. Maybe she'll be a draft pick. You know who else played in a pro day? Christian Stewart. He threw it a pro day. But he wasn't trying Two to. Two pro days. He in wasn't fact. exactly trying to make a name for himself. He's just helping everybody else out. That's what he does. And he's Rent, in Studio B helping us out. Yeah, is this is this rent a Christian Stewart time on BYU Sports Nation? Rent to QB, right? Have you? Yeah, thousand dollars an hour. Okay, so I was going to say rate it for the fifteen minutes. I'm I was going to say, so. well, oh, for this? Oh, shoot! Let's. <laughs> hey, it was great to have you on, man. But budget. Christian, okay, are you officially done? Let's start with that. Are you officially done playing BYU football? I am officially oh. retired at quarterback. Oh, okay, at quarterback. What, <laughs> what does that mean? He heard us going to break. So I'm gonna borrow Justin Sorensen's uh, one-bar face mask from high school, and I'll be—I will be the punter that you were talking about. That's not true. That will be me. Cease to the punter. That's not true. Yeah, that's not true. Okay, okay. fair enough. Well, you're you're officially done. So the Christian Stewart era is over. Uh, when you threw your last pass at the uh, scrimmage on Alumni Day, and you're walking off the field, what was going through your head? Um, there are a lot of mixed emotions, I guess. You know, people are asking me, are you sad? Or that one kid said, is this just another dagger in the heart reopening the wound? And I, I said to him, I was like, honestly, it's just a matter of perspective. For me, it's icing on the cake. You know, I, uh, everyone that graduated with me in the, at the end of the football season, they would have killed to have been able to come out and play spring ball and be with the team for another two months or so. And so for me, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I wish I could... Have another year. Wish I could throw some more passes in the Edwards Stadium, but all said and done, it was a great ride, and I'm really grateful for the experience. Did you ever give Taysom Hill a hard time? Like, hey, you just stay out there. I'll take over 11 on 11. I got, I got. It. <laughs> not, not really. I, I should have gave Taysom a harder time, but <laughs> you know, he, he was standing in the back. I don't know if you saw it during yeah. the whole scrimmage, and so I was like, "Okay, Taysom, you just watch the left side of the field. I'll watch the right side. Just whisper in my ear like the Holy Ghost. You know, if I should." <laughs> If you see anything on the left side, I'll take the right side. Who got more attention in spring ball, you or Taysom? Uh, as far as fans, media, however you wanted to look at it. I feel like I might have gotten more attention just because this has never really been seen before. I mean, when have you ever seen someone come back after they've graduated to play spring ball? And I can't recall. Especially a quarterback. On any team ever. Yeah. I don't know if it's ever been done. So I feel like I got a lot of attention just because of that. Obviously, Taysom's the one who deserves the uh, attention because he's the starting quarterback coming next year. We uh, we had a joke in the monologue of the Y Awards that included you. It went something like this. Uh, Taysom Hill. Let, hey, that play against Texas, the hurdle was awesome. Can let's we let's re- reenact it. No, you stay down there. We need you healthy. Okay, let's bring someone up that's dependable but expendable. <laughs> Christian Stewart. How was that received by you? Were you mad? You can be honest. Oh, I felt great about okay, it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just getting a shout-out, you know. I, I felt good about it. Afterward, I said, should we have used the word expendable? We probably should. Dependable, and we could keep him around forever. Yeah. That's we, what I think we that's also thought we about uh, photoshopping a picture of you with, like, a white beard. Like, like this is Christian Stewart in 50 years. Playing quarterback at BYU Spring Ball. And then you left early, so we thought you might have been mad. Yeah, you guys totally offended me. I probably won't go to church for a couple weeks. <laughs> I let you sit in my seats. <laughs> no, you're right. All right. That makes up for it. It kind of it, it was a little long, guys. It was like two and a half hours. So that, that's, I had what, that's what we keep hearing. Yeah, yeah. it's all right though. We'll do our best. And it's our fault. We'll do. It's <laughs> not your fault. We'll but. do our best. Which which Y award should Christian Stewart have won? By the way, 
Send in there, your responses. There was a little uproar. Using the hashtag there. BYUSN. Which Y award would you have given to Christian? You can make one up if you want. We'll see if we can get some responses right, about like that uh, here. Spring football MVP. Clearly. On the Twitter machine. <laughs> Let's go to our Twitter question of the day for our fans across the nation, Christian. And that is, what do you expect from senior wide receiver Mitch Matthews in the upcoming season? What do I expect from Mitch Matthews? I expect Mitch, assuming that we get him the ball, he could break... You know any season, single season record at BYU receiver. I wow! Feel like, I feel like Mitch is that good that he could honestly break any any record that has been set. Whoa! Wow! I mean, I'm, if I'm you pulling up the list, I know you guy. guys weren't able to watch Spring Ball, and if you would have watched Spring Ball, it's honestly like Mitch is playing against little kids out there. He catches every pass. It doesn't matter where it is. He goes over guys. He'll he's diving. I mean, Mitch is the real deal, and I'm excited to see his senior season. Is he elite? He's elite. Yes! I, I think Mitch can take his talents to the next level. I mean, he's 6'6", he's fast, and just with his catching radius, there's no one that can match him. What does he need to do to make sure he's a draft pick next year? He needs to stay healthy. And Is that Ta- it? And Taysom needs to get him the ball. I mean, Mitch works hard, he runs great routes, and he catches everything. We just need to get him the ball. And the coaches will do a great job of designing plays to get him the ball. It's just a matter of... Getting it. Do you feel so like he's, strong, been, yeah. he's strong enough? He's fast enough? He can yeah. handle the press coverage and all that right now? Yeah. Mitch, I mean, Mitch is a mature case. He's 23, 24, Eight. 28, <laughs> like me. Uh, no, that's, that's Kurt Henderson. <laughs> that's Kurt. What is he, 26 yeah. for real, right? Kurt's almost 26. <laughs> so, yeah. Him and Sky Pover are in the same boat. And Mike Hague. Okay, when you, when, but Kurt's still playing. But Kurt's still playing. When you, when you look at Mitch Match, and by the way, we've, we've given him a, a new nickname, the Mitch Match. The Mitch Match. I like it. Have you ever heard that before? No, I haven't heard okay, it. Okay, Jeremy. I, I accidentally said that. I was trying to say mismatch, and I said Mitch Match the other day. Okay, when, when he is on the field and he's playing, you're throwing the ball to him, you say it looks like he's playing against little kids. Well, he's going to be going against Nebraska and Boise State and UCLA and Michigan the first four games. Do you feel like Mitch can prove that he is elite even against that really tough schedule in September? Well, more important, I think Mitch needs to prove that he's elite. I think that he's elite just because I played with him. I think he needs to prove to everybody else that he's elite against these elite opponents. And I feel like last year, one thing we might not have done as well is give him those chances. Yeah, we threw the ball a lot to him when he was open. But I'm saying Mitch is always open vertically. If you know what I mean, like he's six six, he has a thirty five, thirty six inch vertical. We need to just get him the ball. No matter what, it doesn't matter. Single coverage, Mitch should win every time. So why didn't you get him the ball more often last year? Yeah, Coach and I is scary sometimes when you're a new <laughs> starting quarterback. <laughs> you got to go where, where the play's designed give, to give go. Give us an idea of the conversation when you come off the field and the coaching happens. So there's no conversation. It's just a lot of yelling in your ear. <laughs> Maybe a few choice words I won't say on TV. Okay, but okay. Yeah, there's to drive not, the point home. To, yeah, to drive the point home. And then the next time you go and do it the way he wants you to do it. Now, do you feel like there has been an emphasis in spring ball and that the coaches are understanding where Mitch is that Taysom's going to be looking to him more often this upcoming season? Wait, repeat that? Okay, do so think- do you feel like Mitch is going to be targeted more often because of what he's done in spring ball? Yeah, I, I do think that, and especially if you look at Taysom's track record as far as uh, his sophomore year when he started that whole year. When in doubt, Taysom went to Cody Hoffman, and it was successful. I mean, Cody was amazing. And I feel like the same type of thing will happen this year. When in doubt, especially Taysom probably won't be as mobile this year just because he obviously will want to preserve himself. 
And I think when in doubt, he'll get the ball to Mitch. And I feel like, you know, that'll set Mitch up for a really big year. So you think Taysom will run less because he wants to stay healthy? I think if I was Taysom, I would run less because I want to stay healthy. The Russell Wilson model, right? It's so, yeah. It's so tough. Not the uh, Washington Redskins quarterback. Robert Griffin III. Yeah. yeah. RG3. RG3, no. Not his model. Okay. It's it's tough because he's an elite runner, maybe the best running quarterback we've ever had, and to not use that to the max is tough, right? Th- that's a tough balance, when to go and when not, and how many plays are called for you in that situation. Yeah, it is hard, especially I feel like last year and the year before we called a lot of plays for Taysom. And when in doubt, we'd call QB draws just because we knew Taysom could get the first down. I don't think we can rely on his legs like that and expect to have a successful season just because it's so risky. And we have to keep Taysom healthy next year. And the answer to that question of of what you do then is hopefully have an elite receiver that you can throw the ball up to on a third and four, not after run, you can throw it up. He's yeah. always right? open vertically. He's always open vertically. And hopefully Nick Kurtz is as well. Yeah, Nick is as well. I, obviously Nick has a lot of improvement to uh, kind of take on over the first course of the season just because he's new at the division one level but mitch has already proven himself he had a great year last year and he'll be the go-to guy right from the get-go you competed against the byu defense and it's in the secondary relative young and inexperienced how do you feel about the defense overall moving forward yeah the defense i feel like they have a, a lot of work to do to be honest i wasn't extremely impressed with them over spring ball but a lot of their leaders are out. Our three best linebackers weren't playing. And Jordan Prater, who arguably is the best corner, wasn't playing. And so it's hard to really gauge how well they did without having those guys in. But I feel like they really need to especially just internalize the defense over the course of the summer. Chris Badger, kind of cool. They need to get all the defensive backs together and really – uh, get everyone on the same page in the, in the secondary, and we'll have a chance to be good if everyone's in the right positions because we were not there last year. We weren't fundamentally sound, and that's what we need to get back to, BYU football. We've got some awards for you before you go here. This is from at COT underscore BYU football. <laughs> the Comeback Award, Great Patience by Christian Stewart. Okay, at Lauren Smith 38002 says, how about the There When You Need Him Award? He's proven it over and over. <laughs> at white underscore white chocolate. This isn't Bronco, is it? Christian Stewart nominee for most expensive rent a quarterback. <laughs> yes, I love it. I would think it's pretty cheap, right? No? Thousand bucks? Oh, is, Pro there rated. is there one more? At puns to go. Yes, Stewart go. should have received the Brett Favre I am really I really am retiring this time <laughs> award. Uh, that's funny. In all seriousness, you you are uh quite the icon now in BYU football. You know that, right? It's kinda weird. I, I feel like I'm still a nobody at BYU, but maybe maybe I am. I don't know. No, you are the C. Stu. The C. Stu. The, the Christian right. Stewart era is over. <laughs> His rent to quarterback billboard goes up in just a few days. <laughs> Christian, we wish you the best of luck moving forward, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Which Y award do you give to Christian Stewart? That is our immediate Twitter question. Also, we're asking, what do you expect from senior wide receiver Mitch Matthews? With the generous support of BYU's Cougar Club, the Cougar Club, rather, BYU 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. 
Be willing to help them succeed with your donation and learn more at cougarclub.com. Welcome to the club. Hey, Jerem, read the tease. I want you to read the tease. Give me some emotion. People getting excited over who may be the punter next season at BYU. Oh, Here, Kelly Papinga, stir the pot, and a possible candidate weigh in on Twitter next on the BYU Sports Network. Everybody just turned off the TV. <laughs> they had it on? <laughs> BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I'm Spencer Linton. To my left, Jerem Jordan. Go yo, Mariners, Jerem. Yo, what up? That's right. Nelson Cruz joins the team. It's going to be awesome. BYU Baseball is back tomorrow on Woo! BYU TV. It's only been like three days since they were not on BYU TV. Uh, 8 Eastern, the University Parkway Collision. The Provorum Clash. Utah Valley versus Brigham Young. The battle for the valley. <laughs> Provo oh, College will have something to say about that. Okay, our, our first Twitter question today is, what do you expect from senior Stevens BYU wide receiver Mitch Matthews in 2015? At Reed Beats says, more for 2016, but to be a first-round NFL draft pick, which should say something first about round. the 2015 How about just a pick? How about just a pick? Yeah, get You're, drafted. If he gets drafted, just, he had an amazing just year. Just drafted would be fantastic. At Jman 426 I expect big plays and big numbers. He has the talent to do it. He is elite. Okay, okay. I'm losing the Twitter war, that's for sure. We just, Yeah, well, well. Mitch Matthews joined me. In the- we just got the... Uh, He's really good, people. The immediate Twitter response for Christian Stewart, which Y award you would give to him. We have another yeah. immediate question. <laughs> because at Joe Wilson 05 said, congrats to BYU's new punter, Jen Hampson. Yeah. Jen Hampson. Who do you want to be the BYU punter? (laughs) Use the hashtag BYUSN. Who do you want to be the BYU punter? Okay. Someone said me. That's not happening. Yeah, at at CougsFan44. Source tells me that Jerem Jordan's the new punter. Nope. (laughs) You still have eligibility, right? Nope. We don't always do BYU Sports Nation on a Saturday, but when we do... Awesomeness happens. First, it was Mitch Matthews helping settle the elite elite, conversation. But also an epic tease from the BYU special teams coach, Kelly Papinga, about who the next BYU punter is. It will be a newcomer, and I think Cougar fans are going to be just fired up when they find out who it is. He's not on the team currently. Christian Stewart? Christian Stewart will be be the punter? punter. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But it it will be somebody that Cougar fans know. I'll just leave it at that. Christian Stewart has officially been taken off the list. Yes. From we, the interview that we just confirmed that. Let's go Schefter. <laughs> yeah. We have just confirmed that Christian Stewart uh, will not be the BYU punter next okay. year. So first inclination is that it's Johnny Rugby. Johnny Linehan, a guy who kicks the conversions and the penalty kicks on the rugby team. He's Strong been around BYU leg. football before. He actually was on the team last year as a, de- as a defensive back. Or was it two years ago? Yeah. Is it Johnny Rugby? He then he tweeted... Uh, I cannot confirm nor deny at BYU Sports Nation. (laughs) It's this, not confirming or denying anything, but I love BYU and I'm willing to help out wherever and whenever I can. Hashtag this is why. Okay, Schefter again. Sources uh, are telling us that that is uh, a possibility and that he has worked out punting with the football team. I think it's Johnny Rugby. At Superglade. Who else would it be? At Superglade says, Taysom Hill was actually a great punter at Highland High School in Pocatello. He did it all. I know it ain't happening. Yeah, it's not happening. There's no way they're going to put Taysom Hill out there. To <laughs> but he could do it. Or place He's kid. Captain no. America. Mo Longy? 
<laughs> at Jay Linehan nine, Mitch match would be eliter er if he punted <laughs> also. This in from Johnny Linehan. Oh, Johnny Rugby Look joining the program. Well then, well, well, we've got to figure it out by at least September fifth. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. One fifty-two. 152 days away. BYU at Nebraska Lincoln Memorial Stadium on September 5th. I said to my friend, hey, we're close to 150 days. And he's like, he had the same perspective as me. Well, it's less than half of a year, dude. And we're, you know, we're over the hump. Yeah. <laughs> What's, what, I'm going to look up what 152 days backwards is. Just, <laughs> just so you can feel how long that is. Oh, so good. Can I read this one? Who do you want to be the punter? Yeah, please do. Please. Okay, let's try this again. Try Which BYU Cougar is making a jump on NFL draft boards? We'll tell you next on BYU Sports Nation. Now that was executed at a high level. And Jerem Jordan on BYU TV and BYU Radio. To the post! BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Yeah. Baseball. Cougars beat Portland 9-3 on... <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday. I've never had the giggles on the show ever, huh? The giggles. Okay, to win the three-game home series against the Pilots, catcher Bronson Larson led BYU with three RBIs and, and three hits during the game. Softball. Nice, nicely contained there. The streak continues. BYU has yet to lose to St. Mary's in softball, and the Cougars extended their dominance by sweeping the Gales last weekend, winning 3-2 and 8-5 in Saturday's doubleheader. Sydney Broderick hit two home runs and six runs batted in in the two wins. I'm guessing she's going to win WCC Player of the Week again. Gymnastics. Led by a strong performance by Mackenzie Johnson in the all-around. BYU finished sixth in the NCAA Regionals on Saturday to end the season. Congrats to the ladies for making the NCAA Regional again. Cougars in the NFL. Paul Lesikai listed as the fourth best fullback in Mel Kuyper's NFL Draft Big Board. Again, the fourth best fullback. To quote Mel, the single biggest change here is the move of Lasike into the top five. He has a decent chance to stick on an NFL roster. Women's basketball. Isn't it pronounced male? Morgan Bailey participated in a WNBA combine, combine, combine last week. Bailey was voted on the top 20 all-star team and did well, as decided by WNBA coaches. Nice job. Nice. Track and field. Five of the Cougar runners set career numbers at the Stanford Invitational over Friday and Saturday. Shea Martinez stood out with a third-place finish in the 800 meters. Tennis. He's the most famous fiancé of BYU athlete right now. Correct. Both the men and women's tennis teams lost on Saturday. The women to Rice 2-5 and the men to Pacific 3-4. Future guests, how about Jeff Judkins? Always good to have Juddy back in to talk about national championship basketball. I wonder if he's watching Mike Littlewood, Blaine Fowler also set to join us. Is this a holiday for Mike Littlewood? Has to be, right? Opening day, Major League. (sighs) He's got to work, though. Yeah, he's working, but still. We're like, yeah, we're working on the holiday. Debatably. Right? <laughs> Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes to a man we just brought up, Paul Lasique. How about him moving up Mel Kuyper's big board? Moving on. potentially draftable guy. At McMinn 5. This is what was making me laugh, by the way. Unreliable sources report new punter revealed. And then it's a picture of the East West All Stars, Quattro Quattro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Who do you want to be the BYU BYU. punter? We've got great stuff coming in. Okay. So, uh, first of all, Jen Hampson was brought up. But then (laughs) I saw Jimmer Jimmer Fredette as a possible option, getting minimum wage for the punting spot. Okay. Oh, that's just me. Come Come on. on. Come on, Scott Sterling. Come on, man. (laughs) Scott Sterling. (laughs) 
Scott Sterling. He can stop kicks. Can he punt? That's C.J. Hershey. Go for it every fourth down or kick field goals. Punting is just conceding you failed. It's <laughs> so true. <laughs> Don't punt. Ever. But no, it's not. Punting is a big deal, and uh, we congratulate Johnny Rugby on his unofficial title of punter. Thanks to David Nixon, Christian Stewart, and everyone on our crew every day. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYUSportsNation.com. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Johnny Linehan. Uh, yeah. Again, do you see what we did there? You know who the real punter's going to be? Dan Smith. BYU. <laughs> quattro, quattro. Jackson, We're back to work tomorrow at noon.